Welcome to Car Wash, the podcast, your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. So put it in neutral, feed off the brakes, and take your hands off the steering wheel. Here is your guide on this journey, Car Wash Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Matt DeWolf. Hey everybody, it's Matt DeWolf. I am the Chief Marketing Officer for the International Car Wash Association, and as always, your host on this adventure called Car Wash the Podcast. This is the podcast that makes you a better car washer and a slightly better human being. At least we hope we can achieve that that goal for you. Uh, Look, here is what's going down with this episode. This was recorded at the Car Wash Magazine Live studio in Las Vegas during the Car Wash Show 2023. I think it's full of really great information for you. Friends, I hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is the Car Wash Magazine Live studio coming to you live from the Car Wash Show 2023 in Las Vegas. We are... uh, Getting toward the end of day one of this record-breaking show, and what better way to do that than to talk about ways we could spend money? <laughs> so we're going to have that conversation. Uh, we're going to talk all about maybe some new ways or maybe some creative ways that that marketing spend can be allocated uh, to help you really maximize that return. Uh, at least we hope it maximizes the return. Look, I'm a marketing guy. I like to spend the monies, uh, turns out, but... Um, the other angle of that is that marketing really is a revenue-driving activity, and so you do need to make smart investments when you do that. And so to help us find out what those smart investments are, uh, joining me today, we've got Levi, Levi McClendon from OpSpot, we've got Nick Rodia from Sergeant Clean, and down at the end, we've got Sam Sousa from All-American Car Wash. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. That's it? That's it. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, Woo! There we go. Now we're yeah, talking. We now go. we got a little life in this engine. So uh, let's start out a little bit here. Let's just give a real quick, real quick introduction of, of kind of who you guys are, just so we know um, where we're coming to this conversation from. Especially, I want to know uh, location counts uh, from the both of you. Um, you don't have to share location counts. <laughs> Levi, go ahead, kick us off. Yes. Uh, thank you, Matt. Uh, my name is Levi McClendon, the uh, CEO and founder of OpSpot, and uh, we do membership marketing for car washes. Perfect. Love what we do. Love working with y'all. Levi also loves it when we want to spend money, so that's how that works. Absolutely. <laughs> Nick. Uh, Nick Rodia, Director of Marketing at Sergeant Clean Car Wash, uh, Express Exterior Operator, 12 locations located in Northeast Ohio. Perfect. Sam. Sam Souza, Managing Partner, All-American Express Car Wash. Uh, we currently have one location, second locations in the works, uh, and plan check with the city. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so we're going to jump right into this conversation with Sam because um, every you may you probably don't know this. We have a monthly marketing call uh, of a group of car wash marketers and myself, and we talk about all kinds of things. and And mostly, it ends up being like therapy sessions as we talk about the challenges and, and things in front of us. But we hear lots of great ideas, and Sam uh, is really great about always bringing something new and interesting. And most recently, it's been about YouTube uh, advertising. Talk to us a little bit about what you're doing in that space. So we started doing uh, videos on YouTube, and uh, after about a month or two in, we started getting the analytics behind it all, and we realized that we were kind of doing it wrong, because 80% of the people viewing our ads on YouTube were watching it on a TV screen. <laughs> well, on a TV screen, how are you going to text in and redeem your free car wash? So then we went ahead and added a QR code to it, so people can scan the QR code and text in to the program to get a free car wash. So. 
we kind of changed that up. Yes, we're still doing Instagram and Facebook, but the YouTube, we kind of tapped into a whole new market with the QR codes and be able to scan because we didn't realize that that many people were watching YouTube on their TVs. So that was kind of a thing we stumbled across, but it's been going well so far. We're getting a lot of opt-ins and a, a lot of redemptions. We target the local area with our zip codes, and so we're able to uh, target those people that are watching the YouTube ads in the local area. So what, what led you down that path? Did, did you just say, I want to be on YouTube? Just wanted to try. Well, we were on Google ads doing our regular ads, and yeah. I seen an option to do a video, which we do all on social media is all video marketing. So we already had the videos created. So by putting it on there, we just, let's try it out, you know, spend a hundred bucks and see where it goes. And the amount of views we got, I think the first video in six months, we had like 1.2 million views. Wow. You know, so we said, hey, this is a new avenue. Let's give it a try. And so far it's been working pretty good. Uh, do, you, do you have numbers that you can share? Any kind of results that you're comfortable sharing? So on that campaign there, uh, I think we've had about 3,000 people text in on the QR code. And we got about a 65% redemption rate. Wow. Wow. And, and, and low, low cost per view. Low cost per view. So our cost per click on that particular campaign is about 37 cents a click. That is not too shabby. Yeah. So talk to me about the flow then. Okay. So I, I watched the ad. So watch uh, the ad. There's a QR code. You scan it. It takes you to a, a OpSpot's landing page. And then you enter your mobile phone number. It takes you your free car wash. Well, now you're in our drip campaign and you get the rest of our messages and we can retarget and remarket to you. So we're kind of hitting it on Facebook, Instagram, all these different markets. We have our own QR code for each individual platform so we know where all the leads are coming from. Yeah, I like that. I, th I think it's a really creative way to drive top of funnel activity to help kind of push people through. So, and it's, a, I mean, it's a market, to your point, Sam, you don't realize how many people are like using YouTube as television. Like they might only have that and they're watching everything on that. Uh, Levi, talk to me a little bit about um, where does this fit and what you all are kind of doing, right? So you guys are providing kind of the flow for Sam, but what are you seeing from a kind of video marketing perspective in general? Yeah, I think that um, the, the biggest point that I think Sam makes here is the, the ability to capture yeah. that number and then engage with that customer. It's one thing to run an ad, clicks, impressions, likes, who cares? You know, Dan Kennedy would tell you, you can't take likes to the bank. <laughs> Um, that doesn't work. So um, the fact that you can now get them to opt in, they go into a drip campaign, we're re-engaging with that customer, getting them to come into the wash. So you're getting them from their screen, right? Taking them from their screen, getting it on their phone, the most valuable possession they have, and getting them into your wash. And then you're tracking that. So once they come in and redeem that, now you can put them into another micro campaign. So it's the top, like you said, top of funnel. We want them top of funnel, middle funnel, bottom funnel, yeah. and put them back in the funnel yeah. to get them eventually to convert to members. Um, so talk to me a little bit about how you've seen that kind of focus change in this industry, right? Like, we're not all the way there in terms of being really on board with the traditional kind of sales funnel cycle and the whole nine yards. But what have you seen in the last couple of years? Yeah, it's been a huge change. I mean, our first show was four years ago yeah. um, in Nashville. And we come from, I, I was doing restaurant marketing forever, and we got into this space and fell in love with it, and it was amazing. And to see um, the growth in this digital age uh, space has been huge. And I think a lot of the owners out there have realized with competition, with all the washes coming in, with um, it's not just the fill the dreams, build it, and they will come mentality anymore. You're actually having to market 
and get out there and get online and get customers into your funnels. And so I've seen, I mean, it's, it's been a huge drastic change even since just me being in four years ago. You guys have seen it, you know, longer than I have. And I've seen, you know, 100% change in just the way people are marketing. Yeah, and, and what, what's really nice about it is as we get more data collection capabilities, right, and as we start to prioritize our businesses around getting that data and then figuring out what do we do with it, it opens up all kinds of opportunities on how do we drive that activity, how do we get to conversion, and how do we spend our marketing dollars in a much more meaningful way. Yeah, absolutely. It's smart marketing yeah. is actually tracking. So it's not just putting it out there, putting the ads, doing the QR code. It's one thing to do a QR code and get somebody to, to come in, but it's another thing to actually track how much did you spend? How many people actually scanned the code? How many opted in with their phone number? How many of those people redeemed the wash at your wash? How many of those people came back? How many of those people converted to a member? When you can get that data, and, and it's good or bad, if it's bad, stop chasing things that aren't working. Right, yeah. So Sam could do this for six or nine months, come back and say, gosh, we got a lot of opt-ins, but nobody converted to members. I'm not sure this is, the, I'm not sure this is where I want to be. Or he can come back in six or nine months and go, gosh, we converted. Of everyone that redeemed a wash, 10% of those people actually redeemed. We need to continue to put fuel on the flame here. Let's do it. So track it. Got to track it. Yeah, love that advice. And you can do it. Love that advice. Uh, just, to, just to let everybody know, we will try to save some space for questions here. So if, if as we're having these conversations, something comes to you, we'll, we'll open up a space at the end here for questions. I know that this is a, this is a hot topic. So uh, let's move out of the video space for just a moment. We may come back to it. Um, one of the other ways that I think we've seen an evolution in terms of the way that car washes market themselves is when it comes to community, right? And actually really leaning into that. Um, look, car washes have been making an impact in their communities for a long time. It's the way they talk about it and the way they leverage that message that's changed uh, dramatically. Nick, can you talk a little bit about how you all use that uh, in your business? Yeah, you know, uh, in the run-up to this, I, I, I wanted to talk about the digital fundraising platform, but I know that I sat up here last year and was beating the community drum as well. So I hope this message isn't starting to fall on deaf ears, but, you know, it, it community's part of our DNA at, at Sergeant Clean Car Wash. And I think last year I was talking about how we really wanted to move from reactive to starting to get in front of this and being a little bit more proactive. So we've really put some processes, platforms in place that allow us to kind of take action on what I was talking about last year. Um, we started to scratch the surface by engaging a community partner to help promote the opening of three new locations last year where we were actually trying to pre-sale memberships before opening the door and kicking back some of those proceeds to, to those groups. Um, at the beginning of this year, we actually put uh, a community impact coordinator in place wow. inside of our organization, and she's been doing a fantastic job of really going out into the community, making those connections, uh, and allowing us to kind of help bring awareness to our brand in a way that feels really good. Um, but really, you know, today, uh, we're really starting to lean into our digital fundraising platform. Um, so, you know, operators, I'm sure you guys all get inundated, you know, a lot of donation requests throughout the year. I mean, depending on how many locations you have, it could be hundreds of these requests. 
Uh, and a lot of times, you know, we're going to say yes to everyone. But we said, is there something more that we might be able to do? And when you think about fundraising in the traditional sense, you know, you kind of get this picture of the, the buckets <laughs> and, and sponges and the folks on site, yeah. you know, waving folks in, you know, maybe they're uh, the efficiency of throughput, you're upsetting your members as they're trying to get on the lot. So is there a better way? And is there a way to do this in a way that's digital, that's, that's scalable, that provides some real-time data to the folks that are out there kind of trying to make this happen and raise funds for their groups? Um, and, and we've really, we found a platform that can do that. We, we've started to lean into it. And, and I think it comes back to, can we make it simple uh, for both the fundraisee and the folks that are coming in to redeem a wash, can we grow awareness of our brand and our services through this platform while still doing good, win-win, um, but uh, also the opportunity to remarket to these folks that are kind of purchasing those washes, trying us out, benefiting a group, but then it provides us a platform to, to kind of speak with them after the fact. Well, and one, I think one of the things you mentioned there that is not a way we traditionally think about, about how we spend our marketing dollars is that you staffed up for that, right? Like you, you spent resource to say we're going to create a position that is dedicated to our community so that we can make sure that it, it has the money behind it so we can do the work that matters for our organization. I think that's, that's a really creative way to think about, well, I could just ask for more marketing dollars or I could resource my existing staff appropriately so we can do the things that we want to do every day better, right? So I think that's a really important piece. Um, let's shift gears a little bit. I want to talk about what else, right? And Levi, you all have a lot of customers, and so you see some different ideas and different things. What's kind of next, or what are some people trying or doing that you've seen uh, really work for folks? Yeah, first of all, I want to touch on one thing that, that Nick said, um, because I think this is important. Prior to the car wash, I, I, you know, I told you we did restaurants. And one of our, our best customers uh, was Chick-fil-A. You guys know who Chick-fil-A is, right? Um, so Chick-fil-A hires um, unit marketing directors. Okay, that's every one of them would have a UMD. And they would go do exactly what Nick's talking about. Yeah. And, and, and obviously, you want to follow what other people are doing that works, right? And so I just wanted to, to, I think what you're doing is awesome. I don't hear a lot of car washes that are actually hiring a UMD, a local LSM, a local store marketer right, that's going out into the community. So um, just wanted to add to that because I love what Nick is doing there. But as far as kind of seeing what's new or, or, you know, what the latest is, and some of the things that we're actually focused on is, is I think, loyalty uh, for retail customers. For four years, we've been beating the drum, at least OpSpot and, and our washes of, you know, members, 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 membership, membership, which is awesome, right? I mean, it's residual. It's what you guys want. It makes sense. At some point, there's a plateau, and we talk about the curse of the plateau, and you got to keep your funnels full to keep get over that plateau. There becomes some type of saturation. There just may be people in your community that don't want a membership, and that's okay. But as you have competition, you have people coming in, depending on where you are, what are you doing to insulate yourself from that? What do you what what are the big companies that do really well do, right? Well, your Starbucks, your Chick-fil-A's, they all have loyalty. So if you have a customer that is, that is not going to sign up, I don't care which car wash is in the area and what it's for, they're just not going to be a, a member. That's okay. Embrace that person. But I think loyalty, and that's what 
you know, again, uh, in the restaurant, I know I, I refer to that, but man, what a competitive space. Every corner, multiple restaurants, and loyalty is where it's at. And so if you can get that retail customer to come in more because of a great loyalty program and, and a, a program that isn't just good for the, for the customer who, who you know, gets rewarded for spending money, but what about for the car wash owner? You guys need to get their data. Your system needs to be able to go back out and, and if a customer hasn't visited in 30 days, it needs to remind them, we miss you, come and see us in 60 days and so on. So it needs to be a smart loyalty program, but I think that's really starting to, um, at least with our customers and what we're hearing out there, that retail customer, we don't wanna forget them. We need them to come in more. So we, they're either gonna come in more per year or they're actually gonna become a member. Right. So, well. Go ahead, you were gonna say something. Can I go on that? Yeah, can I go on that for go, a minute? Go. You know, this is why I like these panels, yeah. because someone says something and then we, we can go. But I, I mean, I think Levi's spot on right there. I mean, when I think about our campaigns, uh, yes, I'm, I'm focusing on membership conversion, as I think a lot of us are. But there's something to be said to say, hey, when someone thinks about, maybe they're never gonna be a member, but when a problem presents itself, uh, there's mud on the vehicle, you know, what, whatever that is. Uh, the overarching goal, I think, of everything that we try to do is when they think of car washing, they're going to think of Sergeant Clean Car Wash, whether, you know, they, they eventually opt in and become a member uh, or if they're going to visit us one, two, three, four times a year when there's a need. But I think the overarching goal there is to ensure that experience each and every time as consistent and and when they think of car washing they think of your brand yeah well that loyalty piece is huge yeah. um because you know there there are there's just a, a different level of like expectation and acceptance from the consumer today because you know it, it was one thing when it was like punch cards okay yeah i can get punch cards i can get a free wash that's one way to do it but with the with the way that airlines work the way that uh, restaurants work, the way that you know the local bottle shop works, all of these things are leading towards better relationships. And that's really what this is all about, is how do you create a deeper and more meaningful relationship with your customers, regardless of if they're a member or not. Um, and the other thing in that is that we as consuming public are much more likely to give you information about us if you're giving me a free wash or I can wash three times and I'm gonna get a cup of coffee if you have coffee. So those kinds of things mean that you can start to build more customized experiences which help you deepen those relationships and then we're all winning, right? So um, I wanna go down to Sam because I wanna know what you're watching, Sam, because you did, the, you did the YouTube experiment, you're still doing it, it's still working. What are you kind of thinking about next? What are you watching next? So we actually just started it. We are doing the digital fundraising. We just You're started it in March. Uh, we've reached out. We've, we get, like Nick said, we get a lot of people that want us to sponsor every soccer, football, baseball, every team. So up on, we did, we tried to do the gift cards and everything and it was just collecting the money and getting everything back. It was too much work and the people on the boosters are in charge. They just, they don't want to do it. They're trying to simplify it. So. We, we have a solution for the digital marketing for, with the fundraiser. So we created a custom landing page for each uh, team and they are then responsible to go out, share the QR code, get as many people as they can to sell the car washes and then we give 30% back of that car wash to that organization. So now it's not like, hey, can you sponsor our team for 200 bucks? Well, it's up to them how many they sell. We have one going right now with the football team and. They're running it for three months and they've sold $2,500 in car washes. So 
they're very happy. They got more people coming up, but it's a way for them to get out in the local community, our name, our recognition, because everybody that's buying car washes on there, it texts them a coupon code to their phone. They never expire. They can share them with family members, but it also puts them into our drip campaign. So now you bought a car wash. Now you're going to get all our marketing and all the rest of our stuff because some people may not live close by, but they're going to buy the fundraiser to support the team. And then we can hopefully gain new customers by bringing them on the site. Filling the funnel with minimum effort. Yeah. And, and That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They're making the kids right. and the team you know, pull out their phones and text grandma, everybody. So there's 170 kids on the football team texting 10 people to buy a car wash from them to support it, taking them to a custom landing page. So on our website, we built an information page with a video that explains how the fundraiser works. So they can go right to the website, fill in the information, submit it that they want to join. And within a couple days, uh, we can have them make a, a custom landing page, which comes from OpSpot with the QR code. The website's up and running. Now they can run that fundraiser year after year with their same page for the football team or the basketball team or whatever. It's got their logo. It's all customized to what they want to raise money for. And so far, it's off to a good start. So we're excited to see what it's going to do, you know, coming forward. Well, and, and, and it's not just retail washes in that instance, right? It's if, they, if somebody buys a membership, it's, a, it's an in perpetuity kind of gift, right? Yes. Yeah, I think that's super cool. Um, Levi, you have to talk about it. <laughs> we can't just not let you talk about it now that we got this glowing endorsement of the thing. Well, yeah, great. So <laughs> I'm going to tell you a quick story. How much time do we have? We're good. We're um, good. So I have, just so you know, I have 10 children. And so my oldest one's 23, Trayton. He may or may not be here. He, he's in the booth. Down to six. I've done a lot of fundraising, right? <laughs> There's been a lot of organizational stuff, sports and whatnot, and it drove me crazy that they would bring home, starting with Trayton, my oldest, here's a coupon book, Dad, we need to sell this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And so we literally created a digital fundraising for all the local restaurants and stuff in the space, and it was just so much easier. My, my one son was in, in uh, drama, and you know they were doing fundraising. So that's how that kind of started, and we just started to digitize it. So yesterday, what's today? Two days ago, my son was doing a, they're doing a raffle for soccer, my 10-year-old. And I literally had forgot to, they hand me the stupid raffle ticket. Sorry for the quick story here. But anyway, I took it and, and literally made a form, digitized it, put some cool stuff to it, sent it out to people like that morning. And my son won second in the highest, uh, he, he did, he, he, he literally won a prize for second for collecting the most. And the reason why though is because it's easy. Okay, so it's easy to do. And so, so that's how like even this program got developed. We're like, why would you hand out the paper and go through this, this route? I agree, like you want to be able to give, but you also, why not get back? Why not collect a phone number? Why not get them into your wash? And so the fact that these guys are doing that is that is a new, you're already, people want you to do it, right? It doesn't cost you really a whole lot of money to do it and other than just giving back. But the fact that you're building, filling your funnel, building your database, and the system, shoot, if they have a coupon on their phone and they haven't redeemed it, it reminds them, it sends them a text and says, hey, you've got this coupon. And isn't the goal to get people into your wash to experience the wash? So it's really a win-win for everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. We have a few minutes left. I wanna make sure you have time for questions uh, because I could sit up here and have this conversation for three <laughs> days and, and not be uh, satiated. But is there anybody in the audience that has a question that they'd like to, okay, right here. Uh, let us get a mic to you, hang on. 
Uh, we've got a mic in the back. We're going to run that up. Well, I want it for posterity's sake because it's, it's not fair to ask anonymous questions. We have to know who you are, where you're from. <laughs> All right, so who you are and where you're from and then your question. Uh, my name is Tamara Curvin from Florence, South Carolina. I'm the marketing director for Scrubby's Car Washes. My question is for Sam. You said the majority of your contents, video content, right? What subjects are most successful for you or what do you focus on on those videos? That's a good one. So obviously the most successful one is our free car wash video. <laughs> That's our hook to get them in. Well, once you text in, now we educate the customer because now what we do is we retarget to you and we talk about why you should wash your car often, why you should buy our works wash, the type of chemicals we use, why you should sign up for the membership, you know, show the whole facility about the vacuum. So we educate the customer on the whole car wash experience, how to load on the conveyor belt, how to put your car in neutral. So they're all educational videos that we can train them so when they come in, they feel more comfortable and they go through the car wash with ease. Which, which is really just building you as kind of a trusted partner in that kind of agreement that they made, right? They gave you a piece of information and now you're going to educate them and suddenly I feel really good about going to Sam's Wash because I know what I can expect and I trust him. And I think that's super important. Who else has questions in the, in the audience? All right. You guys don't have to ask any. That's fine. I'll ask my own. Uh, so I just want to know a couple more things here. We've got about five minutes left in the session. Um, one thing I'd like to know is... Uh, Levi, what trend are you watching specifically? Because obviously you have a different perspective in terms of being able to see multiple customers in multiple regions. What are you watching right now in this space? Well, I think, uh, you know, retention is, is big, right? Months a member, how long your customers are remaining a customer. I think one of the problems that we've seen over the years is actually getting to that data. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll ask my customers a lot of times, you know, what's the lifetime value or what's the average months a member, and, and you don't know. The more we're asking the question, the more there's other companies now out there that are digging into the data, which is making it good, because you guys should be educated on how often, you know, uh, how long the, your, your customers are members for. And so um, seeing the, you know, that you, if you take your months of members from, say, average of 10 months to 11 months, what does that do to the bottom line? Right, so we're looking overall throughout the industry is you know what is that monthly uh, retention number, yep. the lifetime value because that is big. If you can find out that lifetime value, your average months a member and how much they're paying, right? Now you know your marketing dollars, the money Sam and Nick are spending, the money you guys are spending to convert that customer. If you know you're going to make three hundred fifty or four hundred dollars because of the lifetime value, then that is huge. So it's months of members, lifetime value. That's really where we're kind of focused on the trends. Which, which helps you focus your spend so much better, right? And Absolutely. Keeps, and keeps you from chasing pipe dreams, or, you know, well, going after the 80% that we're never going to come to your wash anyway. Yeah, if you, you know, it's your, 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 they call it your CAC, right? Your client acquisition cost. So if you know that your cost is X, but you're going to make Y and you're positive and it makes sense, right? Put more money there. It's right. smarter marketing to put your money there, but you got to know your numbers in order to do that, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, last question. In case there's, unless there's any more, unless we spurred anything. <laughs> all right. So last question. I ask everybody this question. Uh, and we can take this any direction you all want. Uh, this is a safe space. <laughs> What's one thing that we can all kind of do today to be better tomorrow? It can be related to this topic or it can be life advice. Think about it for a moment. And we're going to start 
with the most scared of you based on your facial reactions. As that, that feels like Sam. Sam, you're up. <laughs> I would say, you know, if you're looking to get into marketing and doing it, get involved with the local community. It's easy. You can create, get brand awareness. You know, you can get everybody to know about you, but it's, it's a low cost of entry. When you get into social media and all that, your ad spend can get higher. But if you can get people in the, in the city or the sports teams out advocating your brand, it's, it's not free advertising because you're giving back to the organization, but I think that's the lower cost, the barrier to entry to get your name out there to the most people you can when you're trying to build your brand is give back to the community and do these, do these fundraisers and let them be your advocate and spread the word you know, throughout the community. Love it. Love it. Nick, how about you? Uh, I mean, I, I love coming to these trade shows. Um, I think all of us, when we leave here, you know, we kind of have some energy when we when we get back to our sites. We're seeing brand new technology that's out here in the space. And I think you just got to carry that momentum with you. So I, I would just challenge everyone. If you see something that you like here, you know, we have a saying in our organization, later never happens. And we also like to say sprint early, but maybe, you know, shortlist everything that you see here. Um, put together an action plan and take action on at least one thing. You know, that's why we're here. We're here to get better. We're here to see what's out here in the space to, to make our operation better, our team better. Um, I would say, you know, when you get back, keep that momentum and, and take action on something so that you can better yourself or your team. Love that. Love that. Levi. Yeah, I would say um, I, I love reading books that make a difference. And when I find a book that makes a difference, I like to share it. So um, Four Disciplines of, of Execution is one that I'm really into right now. And it uh, talks about, and it's kind of like what Nick's talking about. But amidst the whirlwind that we all live in, from work to family to whatever, you got to have one thing. It's called a WIG, Wildly Important Goal. Yeah. Okay. So it's okay to be in a whirlwind, but the problem is we get in a whirlwind and then we don't focus on anything that's actually gonna move the needle. So, so in the book it talks about take 20%, right? So take a portion of your day, a portion of your time and apply to the wig so that you will actually make an impact. So again, to me it was like, okay, cool. I live in a whirlwind, it's okay, but don't forget the thing that's actually going to move the needle. And like Nick said, I, I, I encourage all of you guys, there's a ton going on here a ton. Find a wig. Find one thing. Just one. Write it down and say, this is what I'm going to do when I go back. That's it. So. Nice. There you go. Look, I hope that there's uh, several things that you all were able to take away from this conversation. We've spent a full day talking about a lot of different stuff. We're going to do it again tomorrow. Uh, but th thank you to the three of these folks for sharing uh, their, their talent uh, and their stories with me. Let's hear for let's hear for the panelists. Car Wash the Podcast is your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. Our show helps investors, owners, operators, and managers think about ways to enhance their business. Our podcast is a free on-demand audio program that provides information on the latest trends impacting the industry, tips from successful industry leaders, and inspiration for our listeners.